like it was ooh. Like it was, ooh. I'm feeling lucky, cruising down the riverside, west side of Kentucky. Ooh. I'm feeling lucky. I'm on my sixth or seventh popsicle. <laughs> that, that's staying on the show. Okay, guys, that'll that'll be it there. Um, <laughs> episode number forty, Jack and Zach talk cats. Forty, Udonis Haslam. Oh, who's that? Who's that? Heard of him? Oh, he's been with the Miami Heat for twenty years, man. Okay, you me get into the headlines, or you got something you want to say? Uh, greetings. <laughs> That's about it. How's it going tonight? Pretty uh, good. You according to late one, a little delirious here. Uh, oh, but we're in good shape. We're in good spirits, and I uh, can't wait to talk a little bit of stuff. Kentucky short, and uh, you know, not dwell on thoughts. Uh, this is not really that type of show, so we're gonna mix it up a little bit. And okay, let's get it going, man. We'll do it then. Headlines: Calipari puts finishing touch on 2022 recruiting class with commitment from Uganda Kingsley Onyiso. Kentucky Basketball Telethon raises millions for Eastern Kentucky flood relief efforts. Kentucky and Gonzaga agree to home-and-home series beginning this season. Kentucky football adds another four-star commitment. This one comes from Georgia. Former number one pick Tim Couch on UK's Will Levis. He's got everything you want. And finally, Cat Burglar. Woman in kitty costume and high heels breaks into Arizona shop. Well, it's a sad day for her. <clears throat> it wasn't the perfect crime, they say. And that's right. She was wearing a cat costume and high heels and broke into some boutique in Arizona. Uh, was stealing about eight purses before she realized she was on camera. Yeah. Uh, the police yeah. say, what's that? Said, yes, that's great. Fabulous. Oh, yeah. Feline type costume with high heels is what the police report stated. And the owner's hoping someone will recognize the costume so they can catch her. That's your random cat news of the day. Well, now that I've forgotten all the topics you just said, let's run back through them from the top, man. What's that first one? I'm not going to run through them completely. I'll just, we'll do it. We'll start here like we always do. You want to talk basketball or football first? Well, I feel like basketball. Yeah, that's fine. But, but our cat today is coming from football. So, Whichever way you want to go there. Basketball. We'll do it then. Okay, uh, so Uganda Kingsley Onyeso is here. Actually, that's not where I want to start it. I want to start it uh, with the second headline, which was Kentucky raising millions with the telethon for Eastern Kentucky. Um, that's pretty awesome, man. I mean, and a lot of this, a lot of this team was here last year when the tornado tore up Western Kentucky in December. So these guys have seen a lot happen to the state and they're, are given a lot of their time and I guess some money to the state for, for these efforts. It's, it's pretty dope, man. And I, I think it's going to make the fans get behind these, this whole team even more. I love it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with all that. Um, it's a great start. You know, it's, it's um, when something bad happens. There's always, some sort of a silver lining. Yeah. And I think that uh, this is a, it really just shows that these people are, 
you know, they're more than just basketball players. They're human beings. They have compassion. and They're in a position to help, and they realize that. They have the wherewithal and, the, um, you know, the, the smarts to understand that they can positively affect this. And uh, kudos to them. And I think you're right. I think that anytime something like that happens, we, we will definitely hold them in higher esteem than maybe some teams that we didn't have that kind of a connection with. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, we, we've we never had a connection like this with any of the teams. Like, it's two crazy things that have happened in our state within a year's time. That's true. Oh, man, it's, it's nuts. And, being, and NIL, being able to use your – your likeness, you know. Yeah, also new. I don't exactly, you know, I don't, I don't know the specifics on how all that worked with the telethon and stuff tonight, but obviously, regardless of what NIL used or didn't use or whatever, uh, it was still something that they organized. Yeah. But I, I think I heard something on the radio the other day where they talked about that a few of the football players – Will and some of the other ones said, you know, look, if we need to do a sign and do something, donate money, then we'll do it. So, oh, yeah, they're, they're on board with helping too. I mean, you got two solid leaders, man. We've talked about it once before, but to have a guy like Oscar Sheboy and a guy like Will Levis on both football and basketball team, man, it, it's just insane. You there? It is insane in the membrane. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Hey, uh, we're still going to stick to the basketball for a minute, though. Um, and I'm going to get back to that first headline in a minute. But since we're talking about how good this this team is going to be, how we're going to like this team, I want to, as I mentioned last episode, I looked back on all of our cats of the day, so I went back and listened to all of them. And I stopped and listened every now and then when I heard something I wanted to hear. And here's one quote from you, Jack. Uh, this was the episode where we were going to do our bracket. So before the sadness happened, here's here's something you said. Um, and I quote, In the back of your mind, no matter what happens in this tournament, we have a chance to be equally as good, if not better, next year, depending on who stays. That is a quote from you, Jack, on like literally before the tournament started. And granted, you did not, you didn't foresee a terrible loss coming like that, but you weren't sure what was going to happen, but you, you realized we had something better coming, hopefully. And you probably didn't even think Oscar was coming at that point in time. You might've thought Shaden might be coming, but still I look at the squad we got. You saw it coming too. I, you know, I, that was a good quote from you, honestly, that I went back to there. So what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, when you said you were going to pull a quote up, <clears throat> I definitely wasn't expecting that one. I don't even remember saying that, obviously, but um, I mean, it's it was based off of a few things that um, I don't know. The th there are a few things that ended up happening that I did kind of base that off of. But you're right; like I was thinking more Shaden Sharp and not Oscar. Yeah, <clears throat> more like get a freshman center, like not miss out on you know, every freshman center, which I guess Ugana is going to be with us. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny how things work themselves out because I, I bet you could go, you know, to the next podcast and find 
a quote where I said something that was probably more negative than it should have been. So our 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 show after that was definitely negative. <laughs> but I mean, you I mean, you saw you saw a good team. I mean, you might have thought Damian Collins going to come back and dominate. Mm-hmm. And as you saw from the practice uh, earlier, maybe he is going to do that. Hopefully, severe. I mean, he's going to be equally as good or better. Hopefully, better. Got to be better. He's working all of his game, man. Thank. Huh? I said you would think, and oh yeah, uh, Toppin too, man. He's oh yeah, Toppin. The small little snippet I saw tonight of, uh, you know, of him pulling jump shots and and playing D, but they didn't play a whole lot of D. Kind of looked like an all star game, to be honest. But yeah, um, he looked great. The the crazy thing to me is, you know, I didn't watch the whole thing because I don't know something happened. Um, they the I read an article where uh, the Reeves kid was the MVP. Really? Yeah. What about that? That's awesome. I'm I I don't know anything about him, dude. I, I mean, I know a little bit about him, but like, haven't seen any video of his game in a Kentucky practice jersey or his former team jersey. So I I literally don't know what he's how he's going to be, but that that excites me. Well, evidently, he can handle the ball. Which awesome. is, I mean, you can't have too many ball handlers to be. No. And uh, he's six six, kind of you know wiry, wingy, and um, he's from Chicago. So, I mean, those few things anybody from Chicago pretty much can can ball. Heck yeah, bro! Man, what? Um, uh, Bahamas coming up. That's huge. We didn't really talk much about oh, that. Oh lord, I know. I did. Two episodes in a row. I forgot all about that. I'm sorry, folks. That's coming up very soon. Maybe like next week or something. I, I feel like it's in the teens, but I mean, the way time flies, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's going to be from August 8th through 14th, so very soon. Mm-hmm. And so, so back to one of those headlines there, um, Anyiso. Uganda, we're, gonna, we're just gonna call him Uganda. That's probably what everybody's gonna call him. He's not playing, right? That's what they say. Oh, he's not. He's definitely not playing in the Bahamas. But Correct. is he redshirting the whole year? Like what? What we got here? I'm, and and before people go crazy, I don't. I absolutely don't think this is a shaded sharp situation. And it's crazy we have to even talk about that now and say that after every time we get a recruit. But I mean, he he's nowhere near the at the top as Shaden was and it it's also it also it just seems different like he's he's there to learn from Oscar and then hopefully he plays this season some I don't I don't know but he's definitely I think going to be there next year well I I don't know a whole lot about him so I don't know you know, I guess the question is, what can he do better than the people that are in front of him? Yeah, yeah, good question. And I don't know what that is. I don't think it's anything offensively. So, uh, and I, you know, like you said, Oscar is obviously getting the majority of the minutes to five. But I have to think that Lance Ware is his backup, although yeah. he played tonight with an undisclosed injury. Oh, no. I hate to hear that. So um, I'm not exactly sure, 
if he was going to play where he would. And the four, too, man. You know, even if you're going to play Oscar at the five and him at the four or vice versa, um, are you taking out Toppin and Collins? You know, I don't know. I don't, I mean, because theoretically, you would think that both of those people with as good, as athletic as they are and as high as they can jump, um, that they're going to be able to play great defense and protect the rim too. So more yeah. than Leon Brooks did anyway. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that the kid would get much playing time, even if he didn't quote unquote red shirt. Like, I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. But if, if he can, let's just think about this in, in a dream scenario. Say you just don't need him this year. You're just that good. Yeah. Okay. So he be. Maybe you are. <clears throat> or at least you're good enough at those positions. You're like, okay, we can't play three big men. So, you know. Or even if you could, he'd be still number five, potentially. But anyway, I'm getting in the weeds here a little bit. Um, So, you know, you just say, okay, well, we're so good, we don't need him. Okay, your perfect. My dream scenario is is that he does. He learns the system. He gets in shape. He gets stronger. He, he they develop his offensive game a little bit, and continuing to let him strive and on defense and and you know he comes and plays for the first time, even though he's been in the system um, next year with Reed Shepard and them. You know because they need a big man. Yeah. And you may still have a Damian Collins, you know, I don't know. I guess it depends on what kind of year he has. Or a Jacob Toppin, I think he's almost certainly gone. I think Oscar's almost certainly gone. Um, Lance could be back, but is Lance, is he capable of being a starter? I don't know. We'll have to see what he does this year, you know. But um, anyway, yeah. I do, I do have a projected starting lineup for you via CBS Sports. Here it. Uh, Severe Wheeler at point, Kaysen Wallace at the two, Chris Livingston at the three, Jacob Toppin at the four, and Oscar at the five. I like it on the surface. Yeah. I almost think that, um, I think it's, I think it's going to be like, what's the best way to say this without sounding like an idiot? I'm trying to think. So, by the I, way, by, sorry, by the way, that's three seniors and two freshmen. That is unbelievable. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yeah. So I would say that Oscar, you know, obviously and severe, I'm going to pencil those two in. But with the exception, kind of what they did last year with Ty Ty, where he ran the point, I could see them sliding Wallace to the one, depending on how good he proves to be in that position. And then putting like a C.J. Frederick at the two, if you needed more length, you know, like if if Severe was getting exposed on defense or was having trouble playing on offense, getting a shot off, yeah, you, know, you could do something like that. Or you could say, I'm going to leave Severe at the one, and I'm going to bring C.J. in at the two. Or you you leave um, Severe and Wallace both in, and then instead of having uh, shoot, what's his name? Livingston at the three, you put CJ in at the three. Where are you putting Livingston? 
Well, if you want to play small ball, you could put him at the four and then have Oscar at the five. Yeah. Well, don't forget about Damien on the bench, man. He's he's six nine. I I see him getting plenty of minutes behind Toppin. Okay. Toppin's gonna he's gonna tweak an ankle or something, or he's gonna uh, get in foul trouble, or he's gonna cramp, or he's gonna you know he's gonna do something, and he'll get plenty of time. And I think, you know, Oscar's not really a rim protector. Now, he gobbles up rebounds. He plays good defense. I'm not saying that, but he's not like, that's not his main element to his game. I guess. On defense, like blocking and stuff? Yeah, like he's yeah, yeah. in the rim, so to speak. He's down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you still got to go up against him, obviously, but... um. So I think that both of those guys, Damian and Jacob Toppin, you may see them play, them play some together. Four and five. You know, just put one up, just pick one of them, put him at the center, probably be um, Collins. Man, I'm excited about him for sure. I, c- I cannot wait to start watching him play. You know, you, after that season, last season's end, you just didn't know what was coming. But I, I feel like we got something good coming. Yeah. I'm happy with Cal, man, and – while we're on basketball, uh, I'm glad you talk, said something to me about the Mark Few thing because I watched that before we got on here. And, um, you know, I I don't know. that I think that was a really cool thing to do. That was awesome. I think Cal is like, he's gotten to the point where he's at least doing stuff now. Oh, yeah. People have been asking for this, too, a home-in-home with a top school. He's literally given us everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. And are you taking the person that's been the number one school the past several years? I know they're in the Week Coast Conference, but still, like it, this is awesome. And and I I've been a big hater of Mark Few, but like just watching that video of him at that talking to him, Cal at the telethon, I was like, man, it, that's a cool dude right there. Agree. So I, I mean, that's something to be excited about too, guys. I freaking home and home with the Gonzaga starting this season. At Gonzaga, uh, wherever the frick they are, Spono, wherever that is, Oregon. Is that in Oregon? Or, um, how about Spokane? Spokane. Is that in Oregon or Washington? I believe it's in Washington. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the United States geography lesson, Jack. Uh, but still, cool as heck, man. Uh, won't be making that game. Probably won't make the, the one the falling year in Kentucky either with the, those price gouging tickets there but but that's dope that that's happening right there mm-hmm. he literally er, everything the people have asked for you can't you cannot name one more thing that he hasn't done i can't i will say this it's worth noting you said thanks for the geography lesson i have no i mean that could be wrong also so just take it with a grain of salt to spokane washington i think it's right but who knows <laughs> we're with it uh, is it any more that we should say about some basketball or should we move on to some football, bro? Because, I mean, basketball, man, it is, it's on fire right now, man. I, I thought we were going to have a show where we just look back at the previous Jack and Zach shows, but we've said it time and time again, it never stops in basketball, man. Just they had the top three headlines here and they're all fire. Yep. Yep. And I feel like I went through a phase and. <clears throat> excuse me i feel like i went through a phase where uh i didn't care as much yeah 
And I think maybe that's because of a lot of things, maybe getting a little older and a little busier and oh yeah, us not being as good, kind of. Well, I mean, it's reinvigorated me and my fandom. And, and reading, you know, used to be that there wasn't an article that went on Kentucky Sports Radio that I did not read. Read them yeah. all. Read them all. And a lot of days I would read all the ones on um, Wild, Kentucky Wildcats on 24-7 sports. But mm -hmm. then I just slowly started to kind of grow away from that. And for, like I said, lots of reasons. But... Um, <clears throat> both the basketball and the football and like that we're doing these collectives. Now they're not calling them that, but that's what they are uh, to compete in NIL. Like, I mean, I don't know. That's a big deal, man. You know? So we're doing a lot of good things for sure. Let's just basketball. We love you. You're freaking on fire. We're going to move on to football now. Let's see here. Should we talk recruitment, which we don't know enough about, or should we get into some other stuff? Well, I'll just say what I know about the linebacker, because that'll only take a second. Okay. He's a four-star. There were some teams that were recruiting him that are I consider our rivals. Gonna say Which ones they were. Um, but he picked the Cats, and let's hope we can hold on to him. The style of defense we run is really – it's crucial that you have linebackers that not only fit the scheme, but that are, you know, superior athletes. Yeah. So, um, like I said, that's about all I know. I hope the kid is fits up to the billing and I'm sure that if they recruited him that he'll do just fine. So. Oh yeah. And and you, you don't know about it. I definitely don't know about the recruiting side of football, but I mean, when I when I have been seeing the headlines, it's normally been three stars, so it's pretty dope now to see a four-star commitment, especially one from Georgia, especially one that we took over Tennessee. So that, that seems, sounds like an excited guy to get behind or one step closer to just getting them five stars back-to-back. -back, so, But with football, another headline I had there, we're going to go ahead and give you a little cat of the day, cat of the day. Here comes that what? Cat of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go with a name from our headline that we probably should have done already, and we may not do justice here, but it's Tim Couch. Man, what a stud in his QB days at Kentucky. I'm going to give you, and Jack, you probably got a story. I, th I hope you got a story from when he played a game in Hopkinsville, I believe. And maybe you got some cat stories. I'd... I do remember him back in those days watching him, but he was a QB from '96 to '98, so your boy was, you know, five to eight-ish in that in that time frame. Um, and you're right there with me, kind of when you're younger. But in in 1998, I'm gonna give you his accolades: first team All SEC, consensus All American, SEC Player of the Year, and Quarterback of the Year. Uh, that following year, he makes his NFL All Rookie Team in 1999. And that's sadly kind of where it ends with the career highlights. Um, but I I blame the Cleveland Browns for that. Uh, they are always a curse for quarterbacks. So that, that can certainly be said there. But what would you like to throw in, Jack? He was also the number one pick in the draft. That is true, yeah, for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so his, his story is kind of like the Rex Chapman of football. 
he was from Kentucky. He was a golden child, and yeah. Then he ended up playing at UK, and he was good. Obviously, if he went number one in the draft, uh, the team around him was not super great. Also, kind of like Rex, but I think in some ways it almost made him more of a pillar. You know what I'm saying? Like because yeah. everybody could focus on that person, <clears throat> and um. He was a high school football legend. He was a high school basketball legend. Oh, I didn't know about the basketball. Yeah. Oh, man. Leslie County, dude. He, and of course, obviously, I don't know the the uh, stats, but I've heard him um, and some of his stuff and the, I, I, the stories. And I just, I remember thinking to myself, man, this dude, he's a real deal. And he is and was, probably still is. You know, that picture that Matt Jones tweeted out of him and Will Levis, you know, Will is, he's a giant. I mean, he's a, he's 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and um, what, probably 240? Yeah. I mean, don't you 230, maybe? I don't know, but a, a rock-solid dude. And uh, <clears throat> when I first looked at it, I was like, uh, well, you know, damn, this is this is his kid standing next to him. <laughs> I mean, like he, he will look like a kid standing next to couch. So, uh, it just goes to show like part of that, the genetics part and the hard work, obviously to keep your body in that type of shape. But, um, it's just a super athlete. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame that that kind of kid, um, didn't come through and get recruited by a coach of the, the caliber of Mark Stoops. Um, because, you know, now you think about what we have with Will, but imagine if Will was a Kentucky kid and he came here right out of high school and he was a legend yeah. in Kentucky. You know, you think about how much we love Will now. A year ago, we didn't know anything about Will. <laughs> Except for yeah. that he put mayonnaise in his coffee. Or no, yeah. banana. No, the banana, yeah. That was all we knew. And that may not even happen yet. It might not have. We were all I feel like this time last year we he we were learning that he was about to take Gatewood's spot. Right. Because we all thought Joey Gatewood, you know, a year and a half ago at this time, we thought Joey Gatewood would definitely be the starter last year. And and think about how much we love the guy. And so couch, you know, you just magnify that exponentially. And uh, <clears throat> so everybody still loves him. Yeah. You know, he's that guy. It doesn't matter where you go. You know, you're not missing him first off, you know. So, um, and t so but the, the only really the story I've got on him is when I was a kid, the in here in Christian County, we built the Stadium of Champions, which is where Hoptown and Christian County both played their home football games. And um, I don't remember what year it was, maybe 95. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, Tim Couch in Leslie County came to, and I might have told this on here. I don't know. I can, really can't remember, but... Tim Couch uh, in Leslie County came and Hoptown played them and beat them. Uh -oh. 
the one connection or two connections I have to that is number one, I was at the game. My parents took me. And number two is that that Saturday game was the last Saturday Saturday game played by Hopkinsville High School football until I was, I think, a junior or maybe a senior in high school. And we played one at the Stadium of Champions that was a Saturday game, too. So, you know, it was a rare thing. Obviously, most high school football games are on Friday night. Yeah. But, uh, and it, that obviously counts for nothing, but it's just something I always thought was a little neat. I don't know if you've told me that part of that story. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. We played um, Ohio County. I think I was a senior. And we had played other Saturday games. Um, I think maybe one we played at Fort Thomas Highlands because it was such a long trip. I think we played it on a Saturday. But we had not played a home Saturday game since Couch came. Wow. Not that I know of. Now, Taylor Walker may be listening to this, and he will immediately fact check me. So, but facts are optional here. So, as, as we've said before, yep. So, I'm and thinking Ed Couch, and uh, oh yeah, obviously hey. him and Will get along well. Heck yeah, a Kentucky legend indeed, Tim Couch, yep. uh, forty-five, same age as Tom Brady. Sorry, but hey, a Kentucky legend. And does he not look like he's in better shape than Tom? He kind of does. <laughs> he's a freaking beast, man. He does. He looks like he's in better shape, but yeah. obviously the GOAT. Yeah. And hey, Tim, the Kentucky GOAT. Okay. Um, we're we're kind of at 30 minutes here, I think. So we're not going to keep you guys long, but we're gonna, just going to run through the schedule a little bit. We are not picking our our teams are picking our wins here. We're just going to look at the schedule and I'm nervous as heck about it, man, but I'm just going to run through it. Um, Miami of Ohio at home. Game one, game two, we're going to Florida. That's, I cannot believe that it's nervous. I'm nervous about that. Lord. Uh, then Youngstown state, I guess that's state up in, yeah. up at Kroger field. Then, uh, Northern Illinois at Kroger Field. Then we head to Ole Miss. I'm trying to go to that game, guys. Um, just trying to get a little family getaway. Uh, my wife and I like to go to all 50 states. And we have most of them around us, but we don't have Mississippi. So I said, what better way to get Mississippi than to go freaking watch the Cats beat Ole Miss? I hope. That's another one I'm nervous about, though. Um, and then after that, we got uh, South Carolina at home, uh, Mississippi State at home. Then we head to Neyland. Uh, then we head to Missouri. Then we got Vandy at home. We got Georgia at home. And then Louisville at home. Mm-hmm. And that's the schedule, bro. We're not picking the games, as I said. But, man. I'm trying to think which one makes me the most nervous. Because I don't think... <clears throat> maybe this is contrary to popular belief. But I don't think Georgia's the one that makes me the most nervous. Because I feel like... They're probably gonna win. Like they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and and that's like this. That's the second to last game of the year. So I'm not nervous about it at all. But I don't know, man. I think that one of our toughest games might be going down there to Missouri. Really? I don't know what kind of team they've got over Ole Miss. 
I'm basing that off of absolutely nothing on Missouri. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're normally that's it's been a kind of a tough game. And they, then they did have a player at SEC Media Day say that they, he hates us and can't wait for that game. Yeah, they we've beat them on some bullshit kind of a couple of times, but it is. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, and then uh, Ole Miss. You ask about that. I mean, yes, but. I don't they're they're gonna be in even more of a rebuild probably than anybody we play. May I mean other than Vandy, who should be in a constant rebuild. Yeah. What about Florida? Are they kinda in a rebuild? I know they got a new coach and stuff, but like I'm still nervous as heck about that one. I think they are. But I just I'll for better or worse, right or wrong, I'll always have it in my head that Florida is like full of athletes. Yeah. A team. So even if they have trouble putting it together, like it's still going to be a game. And if you have to go to the swamp, I mean, that's a whole, di- that's a challenge in and of itself. And we got to yeah. go to Eland too. Oh, yeah. Terrible road games. It'll help. It'll help that you've got Will, you know, to kind of calm them down and get, because you're going to have, I mean, that's, Especially that Florida game, man. Like, everybody better get the kinks worked out in week one because if you've truly got, like, a Dane Key starting, then... I'm hearing good things there, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying it as a negative. I'm just saying... Oh, okay. It's kind of like they did to Landon Young, except he did it because the guy in front of him got hurt. Your second game of all time, you're playing in the swamp. You know... In front of however many crazy ass Florida fans that hey, all four of these road games are going to be tough. Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Missouri. You're right. It's going to be a rough road game schedule. You're exactly. But hey, I hope I hope they come after it ready to roll. I mean, we got the squad. We already talked about the squad we got. So hopefully, when I go watch them down there at uh whatever the frick that stadium is called in in Oxford, Missouri. My, my bad, Oscar Mississippi. I hope that we are four and zero. Both teams four and zero. Then I hope we're meeting four and zero there. Maybe college game days in there. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love to beat Lane. Oh yeah, that that would be cool for sure. And then a couple home games. Then back to freaking Neyland, man. You, I mean, you got your your first three road games are rough as heck. And then, as you just said, you're nervous about Missouri. So that's four tough road games. Yep. Yeah, I think your road game, you're right. Your road games are definitely tough. You could, I'm not saying it'll happen by any means or that I think it'll happen, but you could see a scenario where you lose them all. Freaking sadly, you could. I mean, it literally could be anywhere from a 7-5 and five team to a 10-2. A and two. Yeah. A freaking 11-1. and one. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. You'd have we're, to... we're not picking it though yet, guys. Not no. yet. Just talking. It's just two guys talking here. Just a couple guys cutting it up. Yep. All and right. before no, 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 no. Excuse me. Hey, last week we did a little family feud answer game with you, Jack. Huh? And I thought, what the heck? We're gonna end it with another one. You ready, Jack? Sure, bud. All right. We're still going to stick to a Kentucky one. So this one, here we go. This one is called, besides chicken, name something you can associate with Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
What are your what do you got, Jack? What do you got for me? Do what now? Besides chicken, name something that you can associate with Kentucky Fried Chicken. The Colonel. Boom. That's number one, man. Look at you. Harlan, Kentucky. Nope. Chinese people. Nope. Um what the heck? Secret recipe. That's the number six answer on that board. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll allow you to just get five, but we'll we'll see how you do here. You got extra, two of them. Extra crispy. No. I give up. I don't know. Good lord, you're just giving up like that. I don't. I'm, what else would there be? I mean, they got sides, bro. You don't get any sides info. Oh, how about a uh, macaroni and cheese? Nope, not there. <laughs> okay. How about the old mashed potatoes? Boom, baby. That's that's the second answer. Good good job there. How about them biscuits? Yes, sir. Boom. That's the number four answer. What could be ahead of that one? I don't know. I'll, Hot sauce probably for me. I'll tell you. It's a disgusting coleslaw. Hmm. And then the number five answer is corn on the cob. You didn't do as well as you did last week, Jack, but I'll, I'll give it to you. You did okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, glad we could throw this in there, guys. Yeah. That'll, we really need a show for the week. Really went through it to do that. Oh, yeah. For hey. My stupid answers. Go cats. Go cats. What you talking about, Lacazia?